This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J-Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-uh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, now, now. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo. Bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you on a back to work Monday with open phone lines for you at 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our telephone number. Good morning, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. Not only for this show and all the shows here on ESPN Chicago, and we've got breaking news from Adam Schefter. We just saw it, Cap, an hour ago on his Twitter feed, at Adam Schefter. The Bears already have been approached by multiple teams about trading the draft's number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the pick. So the number one pick now looks like it is for sale. So when you first saw that, what was your initial reaction? Not a surprise, but when it comes with the stamp of approval from the great Adam Schefter, who will join us at 818 this morning, it adds more legitimacy to this new era of Bears football. We will be leaving right after the show tomorrow and getting down to Indy, and we'll be at the Combine. Ryan Poles will be with us live on set Wednesday morning at 730, so please Appointment listening, lock in. We will have the exclusive interview with Ryan Poles. But when Adam tweets that, along with a number of players are not going to participate in the workout portion of the combine. They'll come in, do their medicals and their meetings, and that is it. It tells you they've hung a very pricey sign. Yep, we're going to sell the house. How much are you asking? A lot. Let's go. Well, I I think that, once again, the Bears are in a unique spot. It's something that you and I have documented for weeks here on Cap and Jay Hood, that when you have the number one pick, you have a lot of things that you could do with it. You can keep it at number one. You can go down and get picks. And I think that for Ryan Poles, he looks at this team and says, boy, we're bereft of a lot of talent. You and I have looked at this depth chart daily, Cap. We're thinking that it's going to change. <laughs> when we look at this depth chart, we're like, oh, there's going to be some talent there. It's going to be, no, that talent will not pop up until we get to the draft and free agency. Mm-hmm. And so because you don't have a lot of talent on the team as far as difference-making talent, cornerstone talent, guys, it's going to make a difference for your football team. When you're Ryan Poles, the world is your oyster. Yes, you want to be able to get younger and start to be able to reimagine this Bears team in his own image. But, Cap, I'm thinking, look, I thought for a long time that he would be able to covet the number one pick, pick who he likes, who is the best player in the draft, and then try to get more picks later on in the draft. But because they're open for business, that can't be a surprise. But I wonder what's the best scenario for the Bears. What's best for them? So, in my humble opinion, the best thing they can do is trade down to two. Mm -hmm. with Houston. Now, you will not get an extra number one pick in a trade like that. I know there are people thinking Houston will give you the next 40 number ones. They'll give you the second pick, 
what I keep hearing is their second rounder this year and a future third in 24. Mm -hmm. Then I look at that as bonus picks because I'm not taking a quarterback. And we can dissect that in a moment. Then I want to go either from two to four, two to nine. I'll go almost anywhere if the price is right. The farther you have to come, the more you have to pay. So remember, San Francisco in the 21 draft was at 12. They went 12 to 3 and got the third quarterback on the board, Trey Lance. Would they do that again? Probably not. They probably would take Justin Fields there. That said, they gave up 12 and two more number one picks and I believe a third. I'm all in. Let's go. There's so many holes on this team. I know people feel you can turn it around like that. I don't know if you turn it around with 20-year-olds in one year, but you can have, as we like to call it here, the new era of Bears football, Mm -hmm. sprinkle in an extra number one here, an extra number one next year, an extra two, an extra three. All of a sudden, if you do your job drafting, which is no slam dunk now, Right. Let's not forget that the previous regime had four top ten picks. None of them are on the roster. Yes. One was a really good pick. Roquan, they moved him. Leonard Floyd, they would never do that one again. Mitch Trubisky, we got other stories on him. Never do that one. And Kevin White, never do that. So you can have all the picks you want. You've got to hit on those picks. But this, if you wake up this morning as a Bears fan hearing Adam Schefter with that tweet where, again, you just read it, I'll read it again, sources, the Bears have already been approached by multiple teams about trading the draft's number one overall pick, and Chicago said to be leaning toward moving the pick. So the number one pick now looks like it is for sale. That is a breaking story from Adam this morning who will join us at 818. Okay. So if that is true... Now it's let's stockpile picks and then go to work. So I'll just tell you how I feel as a fan about what we've read from Adam Schefter, what we've speculated on the show regarding the draft. Mm -hmm. So, Cap, I have uh, somewhat of a nervous energy about what this Bears team is going to look like after this draft of free agency. Mm -hmm. Because we've talked up, and it is true, it is a new era of Bears football. But new makes me feel a little bit nervous, but in a good way. Because it's going to be something new and fresh with this team. My hope is that Ryan Poles, though, does not try to outdumb the room. Like, you, yes, you have the number one pick. And yes, you, you have the autonomy if you want to to be able to get more picks if you find the right uh, partner to dance with. But Cap, you've got to be able to get this right, though. This is not one of these things where, yeah, we struck out. We did, the players that we acquired in the draft and all the machinations are going up and down the draft. It just didn't work out after a couple of years. You don't have time, man. No. You don't have time. You got a new stadium right, uh, you know, uh, right around the corner. You have a head coach that I'm still not sure about because I really believe this is a transition time for the Bears. But while this is happening, Cap, you've got to be able to look at your offensive line. And as you mentioned several times in the show, defensive line, because the defense was as worst, as bad a defense as I've seen in years with this team. I, I, we've seen bad teams that were able to hold up their end of the bargain defensively. This team, no, because you were able to trade away or give away you know, quality players. So I, I just look at it as I'm very nervous about what's going to happen. I just hope that they get it right. 
I think every Bears fan that's listening right now feels the same way, that in two or three years that this draft will bear fruit for the future for this team. Correct. So when we show up there tomorrow, we pick up our credentials, we go have a little dinner, we get a good night's sleep, and Wednesday morning we are at the Combine. You're not getting that anywhere else. Lock in with us. You're at the Combine. It is a dawning of a new era of Bears football. It's going to sound different. It's going to smell different. It's going to look different. And hopefully, the record's going to look drastically different. So I want this built the right way. If you tell me 2023, okay, they were markedly better, but the record wasn't, oh, my God, I'm okay. As long as I see the foundation being laid, wow, that three technique looks really good. Wow, the offensive line, it's got to now learn how to win, and it's got to jump. But, boy, they made some really good Holy smokes, who's that new running back? Wow, that wide receiver won. Like, I made a list here. They need a left tackle. Mm-hmm. This is offense. A right tackle. A center. A wide receiver one. A wide receiver two. Another tight end. That's just on offense. Yeah. That is six core pieces. Now, Braxton Jones fills either left tackle or right tackle for me. Yeah. I think he moves to right. We're just hoping that he's a guy, but we don't know yet. We don't know. Yes, but that we're hoping is that here in your draft pick, you got Braxton Jones, and uh, as you've mentioned, it's a good possibility for him to be on the right side. Maybe. Or if they truly believe he can stay at left, yeah. go get him. I've got to get the other tackle solidified. It's not going to be Riley Reef. Okay? I feel like Tevin Jenkins has to mature, but he's got all the ability in the world to be my right guard going forward. I need a left guard if I'm not going to have Cody Whitehair. Are they going to cut him? I don't know. We'll see. The Jenkins deal, if he can stay healthy, Cap, that is a feather in the cap for the Bears. Correct. All I'm waiting for him is to, because when we watch and then we read and they say Tevin Jenkins, the best offensive lineman graded for certain games, it's like, yeah, boy, imagine if he stayed healthy. What kind of difference maker he would be? Correct. Now, I've got to get a center. I love that Mustafer plays hard and he's a depth guy, all of that. He, I need my neck, the next Olin Krutz, a guy that for 10 years is right there, and he is brilliant, and he identifies defenses, and he is the leader in the I need the anchor in the middle of that offensive line. Yeah. And then Darnell Mooney's a wide receiver three. He is. On and he's a, coming off an injury. On a good team. Correct. On this team, he's WR1. Correct. So, so far. So I need WR1. I need WR2. I've got Mooney. I've got Claypool. Hmm. Now my offense is getting better. Are you re-signing David Montgomery? Field Yates said he does not think that's going to happen. If that's the case, then go get somebody in free agency. Don't overpay. Build your line on both sides. And I haven't even gone to the defense yet. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But that's how far away we are. But it is the dawning of a new era. And again, if you're just getting up, Adam Schefter tweeted, the number one pick is officially for sale because the Bears are leaning toward moving it and have gotten multiple calls about trading the pick. From the defensive side, when you look at the secondary, Jalen Johnson is a guy. um, Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon are guys that are going to be here for quite a few years, I believe. Eddie Jackson had free safety. Well, he's still with this football team. I still want to know what you're going to do on the other side with the corner. If you've got Jalen Johnson on one side, who's on the other? Got to fill that spot, Cap. 
And the, the, the when you look at the linebackers, as much as you and I laud, you know, Jack Sanborn, again, that's still an evaluation to find out if he's going to be a guy for you for the future. Then there's Nicholas Morrow, just a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Thomas, just another veteran. Mm-hmm. Got to figure out what the next generation of linebackers are going to be with this football team. All right, guys, Jack Sanborn going to be a starter? I, I hope so. Because I think it's a great story. I think he's a guy that feels like I got to work hard. And he I gotta, played really well. Every snap, I got to play hard just to be able to make this football team and make a difference. So defensively, need a three technique, need another D tackle, need two rush ends. You need at least one linebacker. You need another starting level corner. And then you've got to get roster depth. Yep. Because we know over 17 games. How many guys go down with injury? Yeah. So that is a huge problem. And then I ran into York out on the street on Friday Mm -hmm. as I was leaving. And I said, can I ask you a question? Because there's been all this talk of, do you need talent? Do you need to learn how to win? And York said, kid, you need both. Do not believe that you don't need to learn how to win in the NFL. He said, when did Philadelphia build their offensive line that took them to the Super Bowl? I think two of those guys came in the 2012 draft. Mm-hmm. They're veterans that know how to play the game. That is what he's talking about. Yes, bereft of talent, to use your word. You also have to need to learn how to win. So this news this morning that they're probably going to trade this pick gives them every opportunity to start to build this thing the right way with a solid foundation. So the number one pick is officially for sale, according to Adam Schefter. Would you rather they stay in the top four picks or trade further back to get multiple first? Let's get your thoughts on the Bears here. Let's open the phone line, Shay. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We're talking to you about this breaking news from Adam Schefter. If you're the Bears, what do you do with the number one pick? Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Good morning. Glad you're along for the Cap and Jay Hood experience. We're here weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN. Hello. Chicago. Good morning. Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Hope that you're going to have a great Monday through the raindrops here as we talk to you about the Bears. The story comes from Adam Schefter, who we'll talk to coming up in our next hour. We'll hear from Adam because he's telling us the story and everyone on his Twitter. The Bears have already been approached by multiple teams about trading the drafts. Number one overall pick. And Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the pick. So the number one pick now looks like it's for sale. It's something that you and I speculated before, Cap. It's just like, hey, you don't be surprised if Ryan Poles moves down the draft. I just want him to get it right. Like I said, I've got some nervous energy in a good way because it's something that we have not seen in our lifetime. Last time the Bears had number one pick, what, at 47? The Bears, 1947. 1947? Not in the modern era. No, not at all. Not at all. And so this is why I just I want them to get this right, Cap. That's all. Because if you're going to level this, something that a lot of organizations have not had the opportunity to do, especially the Bears, leveling it? No, they just put crap on top of crap. That's what we've seen over the years. But starting from scratch and then doing it this way, 
man, I, I'm hoping for the best. I really am. That's all the Bears fan could do. Okay, so I was talking with Shay this morning about what the Bears could get back. Courtney Cronin, who will also join us on the show today, and Matt Miller, who's their NFL draft guy, one of the gurus at ESPN, mm-hmm. they put together, after talking to league executives, what could the Bears expect to get in a trade? Shay, we were talking about trading back to Carolina. Wasn't that the one you liked the best? Yeah. Okay, here's what they write. The offer from Carolina would be, you get number nine overall. This is for the number one pick. Number nine overall, a 2023 third and fourth rounder, and a 2024 first and third rounder. That's it. No 25 first rounder. It depends who you ask. Daniel Jeremiah, who did an interview with an NFL Network analyst, said you get two firsts if you trade with Carolina. You know, as I'm bad in- as the Bears' defense is, you've got to give Justin Fields some uh, some help here going forward. So if they trade it all the way down to nine, I would think they're probably trading themselves into the you know their choice dealer's choice of offensive lineman at that point in time. Um, and you know, look, it would be hard to trade away from those top two defensive players because I think they're really really good. Uh, but if you could just get the just the sheer haul of picks um, that could serve you well into the future, um, I, I think I would go that route and probably would switch me from the defensive side to the offensive side with that first pick. Daniel Jeremiah, exactly what Shea was talking about. Correct. So more picks if you deal with Carolina. Correct. Okay. And, and again, that's what this is from Courtney and Matt Miller of ESPN that you would get the number nine pick this year because you just played about that. A third and a fourth this year, in addition to all your picks. And then next year's Carolina 2024 first rounder and third rounder. So can you get the 25 first rounder on top of it? I don't know. PFF also says you can get both, 24 and 25 firsts. It's just such the great unknown. And I, and it's just that you like that you have assets. You want to make sure that they have the scouting eye to get the right guys. Again, it's not going to be 100%. But, man, because you have started from scratch, you don't have time. I know that maybe Apollos doesn't feel this way, but if I have a five-year deal cap, I feel like the sense of urgency is heightened. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be here for the entire five, especially if I don't get it turned around. You, this is the lane you picked. In, in an NFL in which you don't necessarily tank, an NFL usually that, that doesn't work out well when you do this. So my hope is is that they're able to do this. Also, with the free agency money, I'm also interested in that as well. When you know that Justin Fields needs weapons, especially wide receivers, you see what's out there? Not a lot. Not a lot as far as wide receivers, unless you feel like you could turn Jacoby Myers or Odell Beckham Jr. or Juju Smith-Schuster into something. So since the AFL-NFL merger in 1967, that's a long time, the number one pick has only been traded 12 times before the start of the draft. Last happened in 2016 when the Los Angeles Rams went from 15 to 1 two weeks before the draft and selected quarterback Jared Goff out of Cal. Yeah. It was the only the second time in the past 22 years that the number one pick changed hands before the draft. The Falcons went 2 to 1 to get Michael Vick in 2001. So it's rare. Let's not forget the Jacksonville Jaguars, who knew they had their quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Last year took the kid from Georgia, the rush end slash linebacker, and did not move the pick despite multiple offers to do just that. 
please, please, if you're going to do this, don't let Jalen Carter be a Hall of Famer in his first five years. Right. If you're going to do this, you better be sure. Well, if you go down to four, he might still be there. Maybe. Maybe. Because you got to think quarterbacks going one and two if you trade out of the pick. Yes. And so Bryce Young, you believe, if, if the Bears trade out of the pick, Bryce Young will be the number one pick in the draft. Correct. Uh, I thought that until I was driving in this morning and on NFL Network Radio, they said there are some scouts that believe Anthony Richardson's the number one quarterback in the draft. Well, that's a horrible draft. Then. We are just in the, the <laughs> midst of the storm, though, as far as like smoke screens go. We've got Anthony Richardson flying up mocks. No. We've got Will Levis. There's still the when he gets his pro day in, he'll fly up the mocks. Again, we don't know. I'll dumb the room here, Cap. It's Bryce Young. I would I, think. I, I don't care what. He's small, man. Well, I know that. Yeah, absolutely. This is why when it came down to the conversation about Justin versus Bryce Young, I laughed. I'm like, what? What? Justin Fields would be the number one pick of the draft if the draft, if he was in this draft. If Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence were in this draft, different argument. Peyton Manning, different argument. Well, sure. Sure. Uh, But I think I'm going to hold steady, and, and Shea will hold steady, that if the Bears aren't there at number one, that Bryce Young will be the number one pick of the draft. We saw enough of Richardson at Florida to tell you, like, no. I have a wager on Will Levis being number one only because I think Indianapolis is dumb enough to do it. I mean, all I know is this, is that I know that I would stick with Justin Fields. I know that Daniel Jeremiah feels the same way, right? He feels the same way, that if if the draft was today, Justin Fields would be number one, right? I don't think that Bryce is a great fit in Chicago. Um, And Justin, you know, obviously, I mean, I think the evaluation – is both easy and complicated. It's easy in that you can see the playmaking ability and what he's done with his legs and the competitiveness and the toughness. That's easy to see. And then it's it's complicated because how do you evaluate him with, with what he's got, you know, with who he's working with? But if Justin's doing what he needs to be doing, I'd be like, oh, this guy's got so much ability and he's committed to it. Let's uh, let's give him some help and let's try and build around him. So some thoughts there from Daniel Jeremiah. All right, let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. According to Adam Schefter, the number one pick is for sale. And so we're getting your thoughts. What would you do if you had the number one pick? If you were Ryan Poles, what would you do? Would you stay in the top four picks or would you trade further back to get multiple first round picks? As we go to the phone lines to talk to you, Logan Square, his Antonio on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Antonio. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Sparky? I'm doing great. Uh, Cookies, some guy's going to run up that tab. Bulls go 2 0. Dinner's on you, Cap. Also, I think the Bulls need to, I mean, the, the Bears need to trade out that pick. And if they trade it, teams that want to come up, why not go to the Colts and, you know, get Hall of Picks and, you know, get a Michael Pippen in there or the Texans. You can call him, you know, get a Brandon Cook. So there's many different scenarios they can do. Yep. I would agree with you, Antonio, and thanks. And the Bulls won both games. I don't have to buy dinner. It's on Zetterman's credit card tomorrow yeah. night. Yeah, Antonio, that was as, as if, if the Bulls split then Cap would have had to pay for dinner. That is correct. That, that was the story. Now it is on Keith Williams, Craig Carmazan, and Daniel Zetterman. We're, we're going to eat good tomorrow night. Darren is in Haywood, Iowa, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Good morning, Darren. Hey, good morning, Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, hey buddy. Um, if I was Chicago and if the Colts and the Texans both loved Bryce Young, I would get a hold of Nick over in Houston and say, you know what? Carol, uh, Indianapolis Colts like you quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. I'll make a deal with you. 
I will only take two picks from you. I want the 12th pick and next year's third. That way, the Bears can go to number two, also get number 12. Then maybe trade that number two pick, move down some more. But with that 12th pick, I would get a hold of Cincinnati and say, you know what? You want my 12th pick? I want T. Higgins. So um, we we assume that the Colts will be bad again this upcoming season, correct? Mm-hmm. We think. We now, assume, don't forget that last year, <laughs> yep. going into the season, they thought, oh, we've got this veteran kid, Matt Ryan. We can, we've got a good offensive line. And they thought they were going to be good. Mm-hmm. They stunk. Yeah. So are they a one-year hiccup? They get the right guy you know, at the controls, and all of a sudden, whoa, Colts are right back. Or are they in the, a rebuild as well? So let's take more of your phone calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Per Adam Schefter, the Bears are leaning towards trading the top pick in the draft. Your thoughts on what the Bears should try to get back. What would you do if you're Ryan Poles? You're the general manager of the Bears. Now what do you do knowing that you might be shopping the pick? What do you want back? We'll get your phone calls in here next. Cap and Jay Hood, we're on ESPN 1000 and also on 100.3 FM HD2. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. For Adam Schefter, the Bears are leaning toward trading the top pick in the draft. We're getting your thoughts on it here on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and also streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. That same ESPN Chicago app in which you could find the Bear Down podcast with Bleck and Abdallah. Need more Bears? Check out Bleck and Abdallah on the uh, Bear Down podcast available now on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN-332-3776 is our phone number. It's so good for the Bears to be in a positive light cap, or at least in a light that's questionable, meaning like, hey, the Bears have the number one pick. What are the Bears going to do? Instead of the you know the Bears are stuck in the mud, they're terrible, they're in a bad organization, this is a shining light on what could be with the Bears. I like it. Like, if they had eked out three more wins, and all of a sudden they're picking, like, 11th, you'd be like, eh, whatever. They'll get a, a, a good football player and just keep trying to build. This is, Danny coined the term, a new era of Bears football. It's a different way to do business, from Kevin Warren coming in to tearing this thing all the way down. They could have kept Khalil. They could have signed Allen Robinson. They could have kept Robert Quinn and maybe got themselves seven wins. And what would that have done for you? Absolutely nothing. Now, it's much harder to build up than to tear down. I know that. But you have cleared the decks. As I said earlier, it's going to sound different. It's going to smell different. It's going to taste different. And hopefully... Over the next two to three seasons, it's going to look radically different. Mark Potash from the Sun-Times wrote this. I know you saw this, Cap. Acquiring multiple picks and still drafting Carter Anderson looms as the biggest bonanza for GM Ryan Poles. But it would be a nifty gamble. He goes on to say that if the Bears were able to make uh, these deals, the following. Making a deal with the Texans, the Bears would receive the number two pick and the number 33 pick. And a second round pick in 2024. That's one scenario. Another scenario, trading with the Colts. 
The Bears would include a 2024 fourth, fourth round pick in exchange for the number four pick, the number 35 pick, a first round pick in 2024, and a second round pick in 2024. The other scenarios with the Panthers, and this is what uh, Shea was mentioning earlier. The Bears dealing with the Panthers, the Bears would get the number nine pick, the number 39 pick, and first round picks in 2024 and 2025. This is always the assumption, Cap, that these teams that you're dealing with, the Colts, the Panthers, and the Texans, that they're going to stay bad. That way you can get yourself a quality player early in those drafts, in the first round of those drafts. You have to hope that you make the right trade, and then that team does not jump up in the standings. Mm -hmm. And when the Raiders traded Khalil Mack to the Bears, they picked the Bears over multiple offers that they had because the Bears are going to be terrible in 2018. We'll get a high pick. Oh, they went 12-4. and four. Yep. So they got a good player, Josh Jacobs. They got a good player and whoever the other one was that t- took escapes my mind. But you're right. You've got to not only make the right trade, but then hope that team doesn't surprise everybody. So the, I'll, I'll tell you a guy I've had my eye on. I watched some tape on him. Tyree Wilson, the defensive uh, end slash outside linebacker from Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. He is 6'6". 275. He's a senior this year, and he was regarded as one of the nation's most impactful players and turned in an All-American season. That kid is a monster. I would agree. But here's where we talk about the great unknown with the Bears, Cap. Mm-hmm. The great unknown on their Bears philo- on their uh, draft philosophy. The great unknown on their free agency. The great unknown on what they want defensively. You have a defense that's like, ah, Roquan Smith doesn't fit. Okay, I like Roquan Smith, but for what Eberflus wants, didn't think he was a fit. What is the fit defensively for Eberflus? I don't know that either. Well, he did say recently, the engine to my defense is the three technique. Okay. Well, that's Jalen Carter. Okay. Right in the middle of that defense. They don't have a guy like that. Well? So that's why there are some people... Not most, not me, mm-hmm. not you, yep. that say, well, if that's the guy, you got the first pick, just take him. Okay, so you have to weigh, is that guy Aaron Donald? Or is he, he's a good player. He's Akeem Hicks. He's Tommy Harris. He's you know, a good <laughs> yes. player in the middle of your defense. Like Tommy, yeah. And I would rather get the next graded guy if he's not there. But I got a haul of picks to address the myriad of holes on this roster. And by the way, having said that, who do you trust in that talent evaluation? Ultimately, it's Ryan Poles. Correct. But Eberflus, the defensive coordinator, I won't call him guru because that's too far. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying a guy that has a defensive background would look at him and say, boy, Carter would be great for the Spurs defense. And by the way, yes, he would fill a huge gaping hole as far as pass rushers and difference makers on this defense for the Bears. But who do you trust in that situation? How much does how much swing does Eberflus have in the in the room? I'm I'm wondering about that. I'm sure he has a say. How big of a say? You have a defensive guy as your head coach. Not saying he's a defensive coordinator as a head coach. I'm saying his background is defense. So who do you trust in that spot? You have an offensive lineman as a GM, right? In the end, right? You're correct. But in the end, it's Ryan Poles' call. He has worked his whole life to get this gig. And if they're in that room and you're Eberflus and I'm Poles, and you say, boy, I'd really like the Jalen Carter kid here. If my grades tell me, nope, I'm taking 
Tyree Wilson or whoever the guy is. In the end, you're coaching what I put together. I'd like to collaborate, make sure we're on the same page. But in the end, if you want that guy and I want this guy, it's my vote. Okay. You know what we're really talking about here as we go to the phone lines? You know what we're talking about? You and I are talking about, is it best to take Jalen Carter or go down and get more? That's the, that's the conversation, is it not? Well, right. Because to me, if you're the Bears, that's the guy. You don't need a quarterback in that spot. And so it would be him, Jalen Carter. Or Tyree Wilson or, or Will Anderson. Okay, Because I need to be able to rush the passer, right. too. But just a single pick, that's who the number one pick is versus... What I, what, the haul I can get if I trade with someone else. Well, Jacksonville was offered a haul last year and said, no, we want this. Is it Trayvon Henderson? Mm-hmm. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker, Walker sorry. Georgia. We want Trayvon Walker. He fits what we do. And there were people that were very critical of Doug Peterson and Trent Balky. What, what are you guys doing? You got Myriad Holt. Nope, that kid's special. We want him in our uniform. It's an interesting conversation, and uh, that's why I can't wait for the draft. That's why I've got this nervous energy today, uh, especially from the tweet from Adam Schefter saying that the Bears are leaning toward training the top pick of the draft, and we're getting your thoughts. Three one two. Adam joins us eight eighteen. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Farmington, Minnesota, listening on the ESPN Chicago app is Curtis on ESPN one thousand. Good morning, Curtis. Hey, good morning. Move your body. Mm-hmm. Move your body. Captain Hoodie. Bop, 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 bop. What's up, man? Thank you so much for taking my call. You guys are so wonderful. Uh, I would actually see if we can uh, trade down twice in, in the uh, top ten. If we can't do that, then that's perfectly fine. Just once is fine. Uh, but, yes, trade to pick. Let's let's get as much as we can. Let's help our team get ready uh, for the new features. You pretty you guys pretty much said pretty much what I was going to say. But uh, I also wanted to do one really quick thing. A sidebar may are really pretty pleased to post very quickly. Yes, brought to you by Ankin Law three one two six million. Some of all. Uh, while we were getting here uh, snowing for three days straight here, uh, we had the pleasure last week of hearing the great Jared Payton uh, on the show. Please bring him back. He was so awesome. The story that he gave uh, said about uh, uh, when Michael Jordan came to Walter Payton's house and they was gambling and everything. That was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Danny's listening and everyone is listening out there. Please bring him back. That was so Radio Gold. Uh, it was such a pleasure and, and an honor to listen to him and his stories and everything. So I just wanted to say that really quick. But, uh, yes, the uh, straight to pick. Let's get things going. I love it. Um, I can't wait. I'm, I'm treating, actually, the draft and this uh, free agency like it's a regular game. So I'm getting the wings, the pizza, the, 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 the drinks. And, hey, let's get going. Let's go. Yeah, it's a, it, it is a celebration <laughs> of what's to come for this Bears team. That's for sure. It's, uh, it is, there is no better term than the dawning of a new era. Mm-hmm. Three one two three three two ESPN. All right, let me know. Three one two three three two ESPN. Three three two three seven seven six. Our phone number. All right. Per Adam Schefter, the Bears are leaning toward trading the top pick in the draft. Your thoughts on what the Bears should try to get? Hey, we got shot or no shot coming up at eight o'clock. Adam Schefter comes your way. Coming up in the next hour. Eight thirty four. At eight thirty four, all part of the mix on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. 
Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Still to come, shot or no shot, as well as Courtney Cronin, who covers the Bears for ESPN Chicago. She'll be with us coming up at 8.18. And uh, Adam Schefter at 8.35. All part of the mix right here on ESPN 1000. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. For Adam Schefter, the Bears are leaning toward trading the top pick of the draft. What would you do if you're Ryan Poles? Spring Grove, here's Curtis on ESPN 1000. Hey, Curtis. Good morning, Captain Jay Hood. How funny is that you got two Curtises back-to-back? Crazy. There you go. Number one, what a, what a fun season. I'm 49. I've never had so much fun in an offseason. <laughs> How about that? I've got an, I've got an out-of-the-box idea. So Houston, trade with them. Get the 12th, 33rd. And they're two firsts for next year. They're not going to do, do that. They're not going to give you three. Okay. They're not 12th. going from two to one and giving you two more. No, 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 Cap. They keep number two. We get 12, 12, 33, and they're two firsts next year. That way, you can either uh, have ammo to go get Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, or if Fields doesn't work out, not saying that he won't, hopefully he does then you can trade up and get the number one quarterback next year. I would be more than willing to listen. If I, I want Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, again, he yep. could have a terrible year next year, and all this is moot. We've seen that happen before. Yeah. But he looks to me to be the best receiver I've seen come down the pike in a long, long time. And then you look at his bloodlines, and thanks for the call, Curtis. You look at hey. his bloodlines hoodie. His dad's a Hall of Famer. This guy, they, they say he's the most intelligent route runner they've had. And all the talent. Come on now. Marvin Harrison Jr. in our lineup? Yes. You're going to side with the second generation, all, all-time talent every time. How many times every have time. we seen in the baseball draft guys, kids get drafted? Vladimir Guerrero or this guy or that guy. Yeah. Like, how come we never take those guys? Well, right. 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 Well, for some old school general managers, it's the pressure, and I just I think there is no pressure. Actually, the the kid wants to be better than the dad, and he'll go do what he has to do with a ruthless aggression to be as the best player he could be, but better than his dad. I'd love to have the second generation player around. Same here, Tatis Junior. Same here. Yeah, Bo Bichette. Yeah, Bo Bichette, Caven BG. Like oh, I take all those guys. And then see who works out. That's what the Blue Jays did. Correct. <laughs> it's like they had a roster full of second-generation ball players, which I like. I, if you can play, I absolutely. Agree. Yeah, can Go you play. imagine if Fernando Tatis Jr. were a White Sox? Boy, that'd be cool. Yeah, we'd still be 500. That's how you shut that down. 312-332-ESPN is our wow. phone number. St. Louis, Missouri. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app, here's Derek on ESPN 1000. All right, D. Hey, morning, fellas. <laughs> Um, Curtis stole a little bit of what I was going to talk about, but I wanted to just mention that I think trading back, getting extra picks, especially for next year, gives you an important insurance policy if, for whatever reason, Justin struggles on, on the, in the passing game. He's, he's my guy. I love Justin. I, I think he's going to be the face of the franchise for years to come, and I, I hope what that does is make the picks that we we're able to get through trade next year even more valuable to, to build the rest of the roster. You know but what? Caleb Williams is always there in, in – in your hip pocket if, if you need to go get him at USC. So so what do you – so, Derek, you're Ryan Poles, who we're going to see in a few days in Indianapolis at the Combine. And the world's your oyster, man. Like, is there someone in the draft where you say, I've got to hold 
fast at number one. I got to take this one guy. Or is it more valuable to just keep going down and get as many picks as possible? What, what are you doing in that spot? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to look at Will Anderson or Jalen Carter and go, let's let's see if we can get them later in the draft. But we need so many players. We need, as Cap says, we don't have enough talent, right? We got to we got to build the whole roster out. I think you got to get picks no matter what, and hope that maybe trading to number four Anderson or Carter is still there for you. We appreciate the telephone call. I do see a mock draft in front of me, Cap. This one from CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. So it's Bryce Young going first on a mock trade. Bears trade with uh, the Colts, mm-hmm. and the and the Bears at the number four pick. Well, you can still get your defensive difference maker, Will Anderson, because you think he'll be there at four, right? Well, That's what I think, they say. I think quarterbacks are going one and two. That is. And so maybe th- more. Okay, so you have Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Yes. One, two? Yes. Don't believe that Florida nonsense. Yeah, the Richardson. whole Anthony Richardson Cap. thing? Cap. That's not the guy. He's just not. Just trust me. From the hood cave, watching too much college football, too much that I'd, I'd hate to even admit that's not the guy. It's just not. And he's he's big. He's six foot five. He runs like the wind. He's got a big arm. So that is what a lot of people are saying right now, that he is the guy rocketing up the draft boards. He may be because he looks the type. What do we talk about all the time? Like, as a town evaluator, you see somebody 6'4", 232 and go, wow, all right. Big see arm. Over, see over the line. Right. <laughs> right. I just don't think... Well, here's what I'll put it this way. I think that Bryce Young has the opportunity to be a really solid quarterback. I'm not knocked out by any of these guys, quite frankly. In the first round, I'm mm-hmm. not. But what about the leadership from C.J. Stroud at 6'3", 220? Big kid, big arm. He's come from a tough background and succeeded. Again, it just takes one to fall in love with a guy. You know, it's really a shame, Cap, that the um, – the perception of programs and quarterbacks just lingers and it just carries on for generations. The, the two top quarterbacks in the draft, one's an Alabama guy, the other one's an Ohio State guy. Right. And you know the perception there. Alabama, oh, God. And then the Ohio State guy, you know, it's like, it, where's Eddie from the north side to tell us that all quarterbacks from Ohio State are terrible? Right. Well, there's never been a good quarterback <laughs> from Ohio State. Right. Take that, Eddie. Right. I mean, you know, that always goes out there. But, you know, the hope is, Cap, that whatever the Bears do, they can find guys they can plug in. And I, I'm enamored with Carter, obviously, because being a Georgia guy, but also Will Anderson is a beast, a difference maker. As is the kid at Texas Tech. The Ty- Tyree Wilson. Correct. Who, who, by the way, a 6'6", 275, as Cap mentioned. He's a monster. Yep. So you have to ask yourself, okay, if I trade down and Will Anderson's off the board, do I take Tyree Wood? Like, what is the difference? If I said to you, you can have Will Anderson, highest rated defensive end, or you can have Tyree Wilson and an extra third round pick mm-hmm. or second round pick. Hmm. Okay. What am I doing with that other pick? Am I getting Bijan Robinson in the second round to be my starting running back from Texas? Mm-hmm. He's a beast. Some, some people think he's going late first. The Bears can't afford to spend a first-round pick on a running back. Correct. But if the highest-rated guy on your board is Bijan Robinson in the second round at pick 39 by one of those trades... You'll hit the roof. You might take him. You'll hit the roof, though. If they take it? Yep. No, I yes, would not. Will. Yes, you will. Not in the second round, I wouldn't. 
as much as this team needs, where's running back on your list of needs? They're going to run the football. That's what this team does. If they draft Bijan Robinson, I'll hit the roof for you. Cap will too. I'll, I'll hit the roof. Cap can say it now, but once that happens and he looks at the totality of the draft, Cap will say, "Well, wait, didn't you need more on the offensive line? Wait, didn't you need more on the defensive line? Wait, didn't you need help in the secondary?" Correct. You hit the roof. But if I'm getting a guy where I don't have to pay some massive amount of money, and I'm not paying a huge contract to David Montgomery, and again, is he the highest rated guy on my board? I got holes everywhere. I'm not going to hit the roof with whatever they do because I don't do the work that Ryan Poles does. If we get to pick 39, whatever, that was the rumored trade you read. And the highest rated guy on the board is a defensive end. Take him. If the highest rated guy on the board is going to be my starting running back, take him. You say that now. I'll mark the tape. Shot or no shot. Two minutes. Take that.